crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events, with one focused on funny and one informing. Will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome, welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 178. I am John, that is Chris Pizza Heisenberg Coleman. You don't know me. Oh, I do, but I don't. I just know, first name basis. That's okay. where we're at. So you can call me pizza. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this My is best sh- friends call me cash. Yeah, the the show where we focus on the jokes first with bits of information, stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes interviews. None I of the f- above today. I feel like I actually got it right that time. You did. You nailed it. You yeah. Nailed it. Good job, John. Yeah, for uh, last week we we had an interesting show. Like this is going to be more um on a, like uh, to get back to normalcy, you know, this is yeah, going to be we're going to get back more on format this week. Yeah, the last one was kind of off the cuff, shot at the hip, to, uh, a sort Shoot of situation. From the hip. Shot at the hip. <laughs> Don't shoot my hip. It's already going to break. I'm old. <laughs> yeah, throughout the hip. I was getting out of bed this morning. Shot from <laughs> yeah. my hip. Yeah. It was, Broke uh, my hip. It was great to have Zach and Leanne on uh, last week for 177. That was uh, a fun show. I hope you guys enjoyed it listening. I listened back to it just to hear the the, it, the cringiness of us drinking and stuff. And it was a little bit of that. It wasn't too bad. We kept it together pretty well. Um but it was a fun show, and Zach and Leanne reached out and said the same. Leanne said she really, really missed podcasting. And they had, had a great good time. time. And Zach was like, yeah, funny show. He listened back the other day and oh, really nice. enjoyed it. So. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we, recorded- we should have more people on our show so they can become fans of our show. I know. And then we can go somewhere with this fucking <laughs> thing. One listener at a time. That's right. One guest at a time. That's how we grow this show. Yeah. Guest 52 days of the year. <laughs> 52 you know. weeks of the year. Yeah. 52 days. Well, 52 that's, days. Once a week. Mi- yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what you're saying. Eh, eh, the math 52 is- guests, 52 listeners a year. It's order of operation. Minus the ones that die and then <laughs> add the ones that you gain. It's a, it's a wash, guys. Yeah. We appreciate our 50 listeners. Thank you. We uh, we recorded at Cavos last week, which is a great bar and grill out there in Thornton Park, and now we're at an actual park. Um, yes. Is this, is we, this, off this of, is a revisit. What, Does it oh. not look familiar to you, John? Yeah, I don't remember what episode number, but it was- I don't either. It was when there it was, was about a year ago. A big yeah. argument was happening in the background of our- And I feel like when we record outside or in a public location, that happens- well, like, yeah, we got we had a bar fight on the last show. Maybe like sixty forty. It, it, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it still happens a lot more frequently than I would think. Well, we're blessed here in Florida to have awesome weather, and uh, I love the what I love. One thing I love about Orlando is the fact that it's a city, but we still have like some a lot of outdoor green space, you know. And we sit right here at Lake Ivanhoe. I'm looking at the lake. John's looking at the hammered lamb. Uh, how's yeah. business over there? It's a lot better than it was when we came during the pandemic. The, so it was about a year ago that we were here, John, at this very same chess table. Um, and we got, and that woman got into a fight with her boyfriend who showed up to cheat on her with another woman. Yeah. Well, had we, was come, interesting had we come back here anytime in between, it, it probably would have either been a ghost town or like we would have gotten a lot of looks for being out here doing it. No, no, because, no. We came in the middle of, of the pandemic. We were the only fucking people out here that day, dude. It was weird. At was that it time. in the middle of it? Though? Yes, dude. I, Cause I remember making a social media post. Excuse the wind guys. We are outside. Um, I remember making a social media post that, uh, said something to do, something to do with the fact of social distancing. And so that was like a new phrase at the time. 
Yeah, but I'm I trying say to it was think. last April, John. And yeah. as we sit here in what? It's April right now. Dude, wow, maybe. how weird that it's maybe. maybe. Jinx, you owe me a terrible pun of about a month. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was April last year. If I look it back up, I can and I will on break just to say I told you so. It was in April of last year. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Boom. Um yeah, we have all the news and we're getting back to that in the back half of the yes. show. No uh, interviews, but we're gonna get the news. No. Some uh, personal stories. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> interviews, just not this week, you fucks. Yeah, because well, I, I, I want to talk about what we did for 420, and yes. I want to talk about this new thing I picked up like in the last week and a half that I am now starting to get addicted to. Um, but yeah, and then you the have drug what, habit. Do you have what's up, Doc? <laughs> I, yeah, I have a quick what's up, Doc. We'll run through. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so perfect. So the the first things first, like so for 420, it is April. You know, I mentioned, uh, and as I think back on it, John, it was April last year because we did our 420 show. I remember that one. We did it in another park, and we got really fucking stoned during it. And then the next week oh, we came out yeah. here, so it was almost exactly, John. It was almost exactly a year to the day. If uh, I look up the day and it's this date, I'm going to take a shit in this park. And it's all coming, <laughs> coming back, back to, to him me now. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, anyway. you might be right. Uh, uh, but yeah, so anyway, it is April, and it is the week of 420. That I don't want to step on where you're going. Well, because when we recorded the last show, it was like kind of in and around the time of us celebrating that. So I didn't want to talk about it on the last show yeah. because yeah. of that one being so off the cuff. And so, I mean, for me, I was kind of just hanging around the house, listening to mu- like nostalgic type of music like... Um, you know, like uh, Kid Cudi and Wiz Khalifa and Snoop Dogg, like like deep uh, weed oh, smoking music. I was you listening know? to Robert Nesta Marley, sir. <laughs> Michael Bublé. <and> <laughs> Michael Bubbly. The sobers of the sober. Uh, no, yeah, I was listening. To, no, I, uh, I I usually will listen to some like stony music that day myself. I probably listened to a little bit of Three Eleven. I'm sure I heard some Bob Marley that day, and I definitely celebrated. I my whole week's been. Uh, blurred out, blown out, <laughs> fucking blaze of glory. Well, well, the whole point of the day is like, so did you go a little extra on that day, or was it well, just like just like any other? No, here's the the truth of the matter. Um, it was fell on a Tuesday this year. I had to work on that particular day. So Monday, I had an entire hundred milligram. Uh, chocolate bar from True Leaf, like from a medical dispensary, and their shit gets me really oh, fucked up. Oh yeah, yeah. So I ate uh, fifty milligrams of that. On Monday, the day before 4:20, so Monday was my day to celebrate because I was off and I didn't have to worry about being stupid or whatever. So I actually, yeah, so Monday I ate 50 milligrams of uh, of medicinal chocolate and uh, went to uh, meet a friend at a bar. I had a couple of drinks at the bar and uh, picked up some more edibles while I was at said bar. <laughs> okay, so it's ed- like, so in terms of your intake. Do but you, I was smoking prefer, throughout the day too. Do you prefer smoking or do you prefer the edibles? No, like, I have to smoke like throughout the day. Like that's just an anxiety reliever for me. You know, like you kind of crave a cigarette or need one when you're stressing or whatever. Like, right. That's a, that's a. I need the smoke. I need to. You know, like at the that end little of the bit day, of a come burn. Home, sit on my sit in my bed, lay in my bed, whatever, and just fucking, you know, smoke some actual physical marijuana. Um. But yeah. So more of the 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 celebration. Cel- Celebratory? So, I almost said <laughs> celebratory. More of the celebratory version of it. I wasn't it even going to uh, guess. More of the, ce- you know, the celebration version of it for me would be edibles. So the fact that I had them and it was 420 and I was free all day and I was going to celebrate, that was kind of what was on my that, mind, that, which is why I went all out. Edibles for me is a rarity. Yeah, like right. I've maybe done it. Uh, of my my it's entire a life a few times, you know what I mean? Right. Like a couple times with you, a couple times with my girlfriend, and then like... A fuse with f- was the sex like, better with me or your girl? The edibles or the sex? <laughs> <laughs> the sexables. The, the, but, the answer um, is the same. <laughs> I knew it. It was the same. Good. Um, but uh, no. But I, I mean, I just kind of wish it's a uh, different high. That's why I don't just do it every day. I can't well, just wake up and eat edibles every day. It seems like it people gets me claim, fucked up, and it like 
I'm I'm kind of out of it, and That's I very am, am very uh, uh, susceptible, which John can't say, to weed naps when I'm on edibles. I'm not going to try to say the word. Don't yeah. even try. No, because people they they argue that they don't feel edibles, and it's I don't think I that, didn't used to for a long time. Though, but even sometimes, like after people take them, you know, an hour goes by or whatever, and they still want to argue that they're not feeling anything, but they're acting some sort of like they're being dumb, you right. know. And I'm like, so you're so high, you don't even. You're not even aware that you're this high right now. Right. I'm looking at you. Right. It's very clear, but you think that you're not feeling anything. Right. In like, your hand, in your head, you're talking to uh, Bugs Bunny from Space Jam. Yeah, it's, it's like a slow crawl. Like it's a you know almost like a drinking like a fruity alcoholic drink. How it can creep up on you. Don't you, call you, me fruity. Like, <laughs> it sneaks, you know, and you just It's a like, sneak. It, yeah. it takes a, you, yeah, usually I wait about an hour, and uh, we have a friend who we've had on the show who's like a very weed-centric, very knowledgeable on the subject, our boy Nas. Thank you for our intro that he, you guys hear every week. That's our buddy Nas. Yeah, the voice of. he's been of. a guest uh, several times. He's very knowledgeable on this, and he has told me several times that the trick to it is... Um, to eat your edible, and then about an hour, an hour and a half later, because it takes about an hour for it to like get through, work its way through your system and your body. Yeah, you and have start to give it time. Effects. So give it time. about an hour to an hour and a half after you eat it, then you want to eat some fatty food, because apparently it works like THC throughout the rest of your body, and then it gloms onto fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've heard it, that before. When you eat, so when you eat the fatty food and it goes into your stomach with the edible... The edible grabs onto that, it moves through your system, and then beca- and so it just kicks it in faster and harder. Okay. And it's like, oh, are you twisting my arm? You want me to eat fatty food when I'm eating an edible <laughs> like, all day long? No, but it makes it does make sense. And I mean, I so for me, it was a little different on that day. It was, uh, I swear, maybe not even fifteen or twenty minutes would go by before, boom. We're sparking something else up, and I'm like, guys. Oh, I can imagine it. Your yeah, place. Yeah, and I just, yeah. oh man, it was like, and then there was music playing, and you know, I'm I'm drinking too, and having a good time, and like knowing it's like millennial music. It's, Wiz Khalifa. No, that's so good, dude. That's the no, good it is shit good stuff. But, it, I mean, especially what happened to Snoop Dogg and Bob Marley. And no, but three eleven. That was popping up. White boy reggae. Where's your super villains? Shout out, Dom. You're oh, my boy. Love you, baby. Yeah. Yeah. They say he's a dick, but I swear. Not to I, me. I, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Not to me. Um, but yeah. yeah John hasn't seen it. He keeps asking to see Dom's dick, though. It's like, <laughs> please send me a dick pic, a Dom's dick pic. I'm just a curious individual. <laughs> There's no other way to explain that. I ain't gay. Like, he sent me a dick pic. <laughs> I just want to know. Um, but yeah, no, so, yeah, I, so I've, been, nonstop. I've been, since then, yeah, nonstop is a way to put it. I've been, so because I picked up more edibles on 419 and then I had to work most of the week, um, I kind of saved those for later in the week and then I had a day off yesterday and I ate more edibles and it's been a blur of a edible filled marijuana week for me. Have you ever done the thing where it's like, Knowing that 420 Crack? is coming no. up, <laughs> yeah, right? Nope, not yet. That's Got too, some? too hard. <laughs> You're going to, way too in. Uh, but like uh, some people, knowing 420 is going to come up on like the 17th or the 16th or maybe even a week out, they won't do anything up oh, until that day. That's cool. Have you ever done that? No, because I, I I'm an everyday smoker. So I, I have either. to smoke every day. God forbid no. a day goes by I don't have anything to smoke. Because then I'm not asking, a pretty sight. I'm asking to be cranky as fuck for a week straight. Right. I'm just short tempered and I just don't want to deal with life generally. Yeah. And usually once you get to a certain level of I'm high. I'm not addicted. I can quit whenever I want. Yeah, well, <laughs> people just like end up passing out anyway. So it's like you want to lower your tolerance just to probably pass out. Right. To get so high that you take a weed nap? Guess ah. what? I'm going to eat edibles and take a weed nap anyway. Dude. <laughs> Speaking of naps, uh-huh. let me tell you. I've been picking up something that I've been doing in like the last you week and, and a half or so. sleep schedule. Go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> I... Only I don't know how it came about, or you know, maybe I just felt like it in the moment uh, on a buzz or something. But I decided about two weeks ago to sleep with no pants on, no boxers, oh, okay. no nothing. I thought you were going with nap stories, but just we already talked about pantsless. That. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was wait, wait, did you wear a shirt and no pants? Did you like porky? A shirt pig- and no pants. No way, John. You porky pig it to bed. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that what that's called? That's what it's called when you wear a shirt and nothing. Like, no boxers, no underwear, no shorts. See, from my era, that's like the Squidward. You know, Squidward wears okay. the shirt and no you bottles. fucking millennials are fucking it all up. Mm. <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm going to fuck you right in your Gary. I did not know that it Meow. was going to be that satisfying to, like, I mean... Every once in a while, I'll That's wake weird. up so, with okay. like sweaty legs let's, and stuff. Yeah, but. let's let let's set let's set the bed. Let's make the bed at the base. Right. Do Come. you normally sleep? How do you know what's normal for you? So this is a change. What is your normal? You sleep in a t-shirt and shorts, boxers, briefs, boxers, the, and then pajama shorts. pants, boxers and shorts. Yeah, and oh, then a shirt, as you call them, ballers. Ballers. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say ballers. I was like, he's no, gonna. No, I know gonna what those are. It's a Philly thing. No, I clearly know it. Basketball shorts. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. So you got your boxers and then some basketball shorts and a shirt. You sleep in a shirt almost every night. A white plain t-shirt. I never sleep in a shirt. I hate sleeping. Really? In yes, because when I'm rolling around. I just feel like, you know, sometimes I'll roll over and it'll get caught and then I wake up and my shirt's like half twisted around my body. I hate it. I hate that. That's so weird that we're like on the opposite sides of that because, well, and to be fair, like, uh, to be fair, fair. we have like, you know, uh, for me, my hair is predominantly in my legs. Okay. You know, and then yours, I know you got a rug (laughs) under that shirt. It's not a rug. So it's a light dusting. If we were to both ladies like to rub (laughs) one in particular, you can rub it whenever you like. But so I think like uh, if we were to wrap ourselves in a comforter, seal out the edges and everything, and then it were to get hot, your upper body would run hot, and my lower half would run hot. You know um, what I mean? So it's yeah, like for me, so. for me to have no pants on, it's like my I, legs are never hot. You're right. I, I'm, my legs oh, are dude, never hot or cold. That's the thing that always like, runs sweaty. I can wear shorts year round, but I need a jacket when it's cold. Like I can go to I can go to Philly in in the winter. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go up there in January and wear shorts. But n- relatively speaking, I could be, I could go a lot longer with shorts on than I can with a fu- without a jacket. Yeah, yeah. My upper body gets cold. Quick, yeah, I see. Yeah, exactly. Which is weird. I think. Uh, yeah, that's so weird that we we have uh, different outlooks on that. But I, mean, it's I so wasn't weird. expecting. It's just weird that you sleep in a shirt. That's weird to me. And you sleep in a lot of clothes. Period. Like I normally would just sleep in just boxers. But I will tell you, I did have a little while where I experimented. And just decided, let me just take off my boxers and just sleep fucking ass balls naked in my bed. You know, I've got the whole bed to myself. Let me just do it, right? And this is very freeing. It I'm not really going to lie to you. is, dude. I was like, wow. I wake up, I'm just like so like, I don't know, man. I feel so it's such a range of motion for stretching and spreading in the I, bed. I, I've been liking no pants uh, to sleep like so much in the last week and a half or so that but you I, still you know keep what? a shirt on that's I, so weird. you know what no so i i supposed to picture maybe i have to work my <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just your dick and balls and a shirt <laughs> maybe maybe i have to work my way up to uh not i'm gonna just try naked try then. it all dude yeah yes, just, oh my god if you feel free with no pants on then just take your shirt off too and just fucking free it up i don't and know then the why best, i don't know how sam sleeps but convince sam to do the same oh my god that's the best i have i did convince her so maybe that's part of it is like we're both pantsless and we okay, spoon but she or whatever. Shirt too? Uh, I don't know. Actually, okay. yes, yeah, so. I'm telling you, you, both just lose it all. Like lose the shirts <laughs> and everything. And yes, yeah, spooning, spooning is good when you're pantsless and you can spoon up against an, uh, a nice warm butt. Wow, that is good. It is something that to is think something about. Special. Wow, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've just been liking it way too much. I can't believe uh, I can't that it's only taking me like <laughs> up until now to realize how much I actually enjoy doing that. But I'm telling you, if, yeah. if you don't do that and you've never done it, try. It. Consider it. Give it a shot. It's, yeah, it's the time. And report back and it's let free. me know. It's how free. That <laughs> it really is. It really is. I've never, ne- yeah. I've, yeah. Well. It's great. You wake up, you got to pee, you're ready to go. You know, oh. you just walk into the bathroom, everything's hanging out. You don't have to pull anything out. 
Well, cause you're ready to do some more fun activities with your parts. Your parts are out. It's like because <laughs> everything's ready to go. In terms of like what brought it about, like because um, we were talking about it earlier. I be, like because I watched this show. It's uh, the Goldbergs, and if you haven't, if you don't watch that show, it is a great okay. uh, comedy show. Okay. But uh, what the dad does is he comes home, and the first thing he does when he gets home, he enters the door and he takes off his pants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I he sits on the couch. This. Okay. So it's a it's, it's so, almost like an Al Bundy putting his hand in his pants. Yeah. That's his like release when he comes home from Loose, work. Loosen the belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah un- zip it and you know kind of take it down a little bit so I, I was like watching that and I was like is that and like he was explaining how good that feels right. once you're done the end of the day and you could just take like let loose kinda. and that is a good feeling but I but imagine taking them all off I blame that's, yeah so but I, that's so I it's really at. I blame the Goldbergs for bringing that about but right. it's been I just uh, can't believe you sleep you porky pig in a shirt that's so fucking <laughs> weird to me John I just take all your goddamn clothes <laughs> off sir I'm gonna have to try uh, shirtless so in my stupor of a week um, of eating edibles and being fucking just lazy as shit and, and don't it wasn't all week I worked most of the days but on my off days I did a lot of lounging around and uh, oh that's when you do the dumbest shit yes well so yesterday <laughs> was I was at peak lounge because I had eaten, eaten some edibles it was my day off i ate the rest of my edibles and uh went and got my second round of my vaccine so my oh. plan was i'm gonna eat these edibles you know get this vaccine because it might make me not feel too hot and i'm just gonna go home and fucking just lounge hardcore so i went home after my vax which everything went well again i went followed up with the same place i went last time the fema site at west valencia I, I, I'm I, telling I, you guys, go there. I was in and out literally 30 fucking minutes. I know we talked about it. I forgot. Was was yours the Maduro? No, it was uh, Moderna, Moderna, but Moderna. it was Pfizer. Yeah, Mine was Pfizer. Of um, course I would say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a word without John mispronouncing it. <laughs> He's susceptible to mispronunciations. Susceptible. <laughs> susceptible. That's uh, I'm over it. So I went and got that done. And then, uh, and like I said, highly recommend super quick and easy. Um, my arm does hurt like a motherfucker today. The second one is the one that they were saying was like bad, bad. Well, so I know some people that had it bad on the first. And I know a lot of people that had it more, more, more badder, worse on the second round. So I was trying to prepare for this. And, uh, you know, I did everything I needed to do as far as I took an antihistamine an hour before. I took my um, my edibles. Um, and then I took my <laughs> my, uh, my ibuprofen an, an, an hour after. And uh, I was I didn't get any, like, flu symptoms or anything like that. I was I was real tired all day. But, again, ben, Benadryl and edibles will do that to a man. And so that could have easily been it. But I didn't get really any flu symptoms. Um, my arm was a little sore, but it's even more sore today. And it's, like, sore, like... Like right I mean, where they shot it, like in the spot, it's real sore. Well, that'll happen. But I've been I've been working that out, and I would also recommend um, when you get these shots, uh, massage the actual area that they shot you in, um, and also work your arm. Continue to work that arm because it'll it'll like seize up on you if you relax. Yeah. Well, uh, in terms of blood flow, yeah, yeah, yes, you want to keep open it that moving. Up. It's just like keep any it. other muscle, right? Just yeah. keep it moving. And also, but also another thing I didn't do yesterday is massage the actual area because last night when I took my bandaid off, it was like hard, bro. My whole shoulder was hard and it's it's much better today but well but also i mean it sounds like he took like a cauldron of things yeah so to where like if, it was if a little it, bit if of it, everything if it was the second shot side effect or if it was well, uh, the gonna, benadryl or, i'm not gonna blame it on the vaccine or the edibles or the benadryl it could have been all of the above but uh because of my uh heightened state of relaxation after this vaccine when i got home um i was just in max lounge uh d- 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 state of mind and i was dicking around on my amazon and uh my alexa uh, if anybody has the Alexa, apparently Alexa now offers an upgrade to the voice. And it's not, so it doesn't upgrade it forever, but you can, for $2.99, you can uh, add Samuel L. Jackson to your Amazon Alexa. That sounds kind of awesome. 
It did sound know, awesome, in, right? I was like, theory. oh, cool. And you can do a, you can do an explicit version when he cusses and, and says fuck and shit and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this sounds great. Two ninety nine, right? And I think my the edibles really twisted my arm on this. And I was like, fuck it, two ninety nine. I was say, I'll that, do it. That's the dumb shit you did that week. So, yep. So I bought it and uh, thinking, oh, this will be funny. So then I go into the app and I'm like, what can Samuel do? And it's like it gives me three options, and they're like uh, the weather. Uh, I can ask Samuel to tell me a joke, or I can ask Samuel to roast me. And I think he does a couple of other things, too. I'm not really sure. But he, he, you know, I was going to say, he has to do more, because you're not paying a dollar for each feature. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's three things that he thank does. You, thank you for Samuel Jackson There's telling no me way. the weather for $3. But, so, um, so I started dicking around with it a little bit, and it was really, really bad and really cheesy. And like John said, the dumb thing I did this week is buy Samuel L. Jackson's voice on my Amazon Alexa. <laughs> um, but I did, so I wanted, to, I wanted you guys to hear how fucking terrible this is so you can hear firsthand you know look if you want to buy it it's three fucking dollars nobody's losing their life over three dollars but if you want to buy it for three dollars here's a little taste of what you're going to get hey samuel tell me a joke how many academy award winners does it take to change a light bulb just one but they couldn't do it without the support of their manager their agent the academy and of course mom and dad oh no there's more Hey, Samuel, roast me. Roses are red. Violets are blue. If you don't like my movies, what the fuck is wrong with you? Not good. Hey, Samuel, play Funny to Informing podcast. Getting funny to informing from Apple Podcasts. Here's the latest episode, 177. No guarantees on the small stuff. And that was our show with hey, Zach and Leanne. Hey, thank you. I wanted Sammy to get that Jay. in there. I did want to get that in there because I, I thought it, I was a little bit honored and humbled to ask for that. And then here's Samuel L. Jackson say my podcast name right? back to me and the title. I love that it even goes as far as to say the title. The joke was corny. The it's roasting terrible. was trash. The roast was trash. Uh, it's it, all trash. Partially a wa- waste of money, I would uh, yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God it's a one-time payment. But can you imagine asking like Bruce Buffer? Or somebody like oh you, like a God. ring announcer oh, to sex night. <laughs> hey Bruce Buffer, tell my girlfriend what I'm about to do to her. <laughs> Bruce Buffer, play me in, and you come into the bedroom weighing in at 140 pounds. Uh, sadly, by the time the introduction is done, you're over. I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's a long intro. That's what I'm saying. He's holding notes. Yeah, John, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm heat. <laughs> it's over. Uh, but uh, yeah, so wow. there's your Samuel L. Jackson purchase on Amazon Alexa, and I wanted to get that that little funny to informing bit in there because we're going to record a commercial with it soon but quickly while i while i while it's on top of mind i wanted to say hey siri play funny to informing podcast alexa play funny to informing podcast from apple podcast and you can also find us with okay google play funny to informing podcast so all of the above there, guys, you can use those commands. If you have these devices in your house and you're listening, I hope they didn't turn on. But if they did, save them, favorite them, subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Yeah, and if you don't want to say it yourself, just use what, what Coleman just did. There right you go. There. Yeah. Just, yeah, just He'll take, say it for you. Just take voice clips of my shit. And we're going to make a little commercial out of that, I easy, think, soon. Easy peasy. To help you guys remember where to find the show. Yeah. And, and where to uh, tell your friends. Uh, email us, you know, funny2informing at gmail.com and Facebook or Instagram.com slash funny2informing, all one word. The two is T-O. And uh, yeah, I mean, 
mean, if you like us, tell your friends, please. We, yes, we really love... the love. It is also voting time. I just, I'm not going to hit it over the head this year, but it is uh, nomination time, I should say, for Best of Orlando. Oh, please write us in. That party was so much fun. So, if there's one thing I want out of that, yeah, Orlando, is that, we, that night to party. I just want to go to the party, right. Just let me in. I just want in there. So yeah, just uh, <laughs> Orlando, orlandoweekly.com, best of, um, and local, local color. Definitely. Podcast, not radio, funny, too informing. Write us in. It'd be nice to get nominated. But if not, I don't give a shit. Yeah, no, no, definitely uh, appreciate that. But I, I, and I mean, so you were on a like an eclectic group of things and kind of getting over the second shot of your thing. So yes. you bought the Samuel L. Jackson Alexa. Yeah. Is you think maybe that's why your phone kind of spazzed out a little bit? Because I was getting messages at like three in the morning, one of the days. I am that you were sending emergency calls out to like your mom and like uh, like. And so so apparently, yes. What so happened? Like, I don't know. Because um, then, was... then I messaged you and I was like, "Are you okay, yeah, bro? Like, what? I have no idea. Yeah, my mom. I woke up yesterday to my mom blowing my phone up. Uh, like, are you okay? Are you okay? Your phone auto called me or your phone called me. I, and I looked back in the messages and I, it sent like a text and I think it might have called her too. I don't know. Sent her a message saying, or just saying, uh, something with the 911. So my mom's in my emergency contacts. So something have happened with my phone and my emergency contacts and sent like an auto generated message to the two people in my emergency contacts, one of which is my ex. You think I need you to update my emergency contacts, needless to say. But I got a message from my mom and well, my mom blew my shit up and I finally woke up and called her back and was like, I'm fine. I don't know what's going on. She was like, you think you I like a message at three something you in the morning. When you go to bed, I put is it on it a off? charger. Uh, next to my bed. See, I have a, I, but I don't know. I, I, I was, I was out drinking that night, so maybe I was like pushing buttons on my phone or something. I don't know, but I wasn't making any phone calls or sending any texts. Well, the, and I don't know why it sent it to the two people in my emergency contacts. Well, my first, my first hunch it has something was, to do with that because I have a habit of falling asleep and um, uh, like leaving the phone on the bed. Like at some, sometimes well, I'll put do, it John. off to the side. If you can't tell, I'm pretty methodical. I put my, I take my phone out of the case. I put it on its charger. I take my watch. I put it on its charger. No, I take see? my glasses. I put them where they go. I'll like wait- I, everything has a place and everything in everything in this place and a place for everything. I'll wake up and my phone John's is like, like, I don't, I fly by the seat of my pants. I wake up, my phone is in the toilet and it's at 1%. Under the comfort, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, God <laughs> damn it, what happened? Yeah, the, don't be so and dramatic. And I'm wearing a shirt and my dick's out. You're That's like, a weird morning, John. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fucking, don't, that just go back to sleep. You're, if I woke up with my shirt on, my dick out, my phone in the toilet on 1%, I'm not doing anything that day. You're exaggerating. It's under the pillow and at like 9%. <laughs> okay. 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 But your dick is out and you have a t-shirt on. Well, yeah. Weird. Well, yeah. Weird. All day. All day. And I think it's going to progress to get even worse. If, if you sleep in just a t-shirt, do you call your V-neck a D-neck? <laughs> I am now. Yeah, just a thought. That's what I'm going to do now. <laughs> uh, okay. So before we get into the back half, do you uh, you said you had a documentary this week that oh, you I wanted totally to uh, share with that. us. Yeah, I thought we were about to throw a break, but we can get into some uh, What's Up Doc quickly. Yeah, let's go. Play that intro. Can we rock? What's up, Doc? Can we rock? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Mm. What's up, Doc? This is heavy duty, Doc. This is great. Mm. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? Is there a doctor in the house? I'm a doctor. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? We really mean it. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? I'm not saying this. Way too fast. I know. I was going to, and I was like, nope, I'm doing it fast. What's up, Doc? 
What's up, Doc? This is a segment where I do a thing about a thing about documentaries. And go. Uh, but <laughs> this is a segment where I bring you a review of a documentary that I have recently viewed, and I try not to spoil it for you. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a question that I should have for you. What's up? What is up, Doc? <laughs> well. Tell me. Well. Assholes in airplanes. Let me know. Hard, hard dicks in airplanes. I said that wrong. <laughs> Assholes in airplanes. Assholes if you're doggy style. I don't know. Let's move on. Uh, but yeah, so What's Up Doc is uh, clearly where I bring you a review of a documentary that I've recently viewed. Um, I got a good one for you guys this week. It's another docu-series, but it's uh, widely available. Everybody in the world has Netflix. All you guys have it. I almost like docu-series. Do you? You used to hate them. You used to hate them. You used to be like, no, I don't like them. Do it in an hour and a half or two hours or don't do it. Well, and I was sleeping with pants at a certain (laughs) point. (laughs) Things change. (laughs) I like to see that you're growing. Eventually, maybe you'll lose the shirt too, John. Difference in opinions. You just got to try everything once, twice if you like it. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, so but docuseries have really started to grow on so, me. So then I like the, what I like about this one is uh, it's they're all each an hour and it's a quick four parter. So it's four hours, but you could it's digestible. You can break it up. Watch an hour a day. Watch a couple a day. Whatever. But it's, it's a Lord of the Rings movie. It's on Netflix and it's called. It's a very straightforward title. This is a robbery. Okay. And then then semicolon the world's biggest art heist. So it is about exactly that the biggest art heist in the world that to this day. Well, I don't want to tell you if it's been solved or not, but... Well, how, how long ago was it? 40 years ago. Oh, so not like... No. So we're not talking about like ancient... Not ancient history. You know, old... No, 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 yeah. no. 1980, Boston. Wow. The Isabella... Let me get this right. Isabella, Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. Okay. Where's so that even located? It's it's in like a suburb of Boston. It's not their biggest uh, gallery. They have like the Museum of Modern Art and they have some other nationally recognized big galleries there in Boston. This is a smaller one in like uh, what is like a big Victorian style house almost. It seems kind of random, like uh, just like location wise, you know, just kind of random. Well, but that's kind of what is that the crux of this whole thing is the randomness of how it all goes down and the fact that... This is the most art that's ever been successfully stolen from any anywhere in history. And just all the details are very weird, head-scratching style things. Like, God. why did they do it this way? Who's behind it? There's the, the, the list of potential suspects goes on and on, and it branches into the mafia at the time, and countries mafia. It could be the Italian mafia. It could be the Polish mafia. It could have been, you know what I mean? It could have been so many different and that's what I'm saying. mafia groups. And when you're talking about an expensive, like, ex- expensive art pieces and stuff like that, it's... You know, you know, it's not going to be any slouch. You know, they're not going to go in and just try to like stick up the place and run out. You know, with, without a, a well, it was two men, really. Ironically, two men come in, the- in dressed as police officers. That's how they gain entrance because wow. it was after hours, so it was only security there. Kind of genius. So they're dressed as local Boston police. They, uh, they, you know, they say they need to come in. Oh, I guess the auspice was they told the security guard that comes to the door to answer and let them in that he has a warrant. So they, they, he lets them in, they come inside, they come to his desk, and they're telling him, oh, is your name? They knew his name, and they're telling him, you know, you, you have a warrant for your arrest. So they, you know, they stand him up and handcuff him, and it's then that they walk him down to the basement of the gallery and duct tape him to some pipes. They, so he's handcuffed, and then they duct tape him, hands behind his back, around some pipes in the basement, and duct tape around his eyes and head. And just like they wrapped this duct tape around this guy's whole head. That's it. Was that's it was probably a, it was a weird. Everything about this case is a what the fuck's going on and why. Yeah, because when you pull some shit like that, like uh, you know, tying somebody up or kind of bound, like bounding them, that's the point. Binding. where you're like committing 
to what you're doing. Absolutely. You know, like you are of all in at that point. Like, cause you can still like at a certain point you can still kind of bow out. Exactly. Or say, oh, and your charges are way less, but yeah. yeah, now you're kidnapping cause you're, 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 you're falsely imprisoning and kidnapping a person. A- with and at, this. at that point you better commit, you know what I mean? And, but 1980s, that's a again, good, that's a good era to get away with again, shit. Again, that okay, so that plays a large role in this because forensics weren't a thing. Uh, crime scenes weren't shut down like they are now, so people were just coming in and out of these crime scenes without logging. Um, people are walking through stuff, people are touching stuff, and it's like they they honestly the Boston police are as culpable in not figuring this out as are the the crooks that that undertook it because they just really ba- they really boggled this up and. And, and and even some of the people interviewed in this were like, I was a witness. I saw the car with the two men sitting in front of the gallery at 10.30 p.m. And I told the cops that, you know, the next day. And then I gave them my information and they never called me for a follow-up interview. So they have like eyewitnesses of these people that they never fucking followed up with. And everything it's, is like right in front of them. And it's, I, I, I don't, as I, as, I, as I recall it back now, it actually, it almost sounds like a conspiracy. Like the Boston police was in on it and they're purposefully fumbling. But it's really, it's not brought to you that way that doesn't seem seem very conspiracy laden it just seems like a complete screw up on boston police's part as well as the fbi and the criminals fucking getting away with it to a genius level and leaving everyone scratching their heads like why did they do it this way what where what are they doing with the paintings now who's behind it so this was something that recently came out then yeah no this was just released like like uh, two weeks ago this is a new deal this is a robbery this is a robbery on netflix netflix wow four-part docuseries fucking it's i don't want to know how it ends or anything yeah well and i'll be honest i've never heard of this here's the thing (laughs) i i I like that i can't spoil this one because it's a four-part docuseries and i've only seen three parts so, oh. so I can't honestly. As I'm talking about it now, it sucks. I have to go to work when we wrap this up because I want to go home and watch the last part of this. Yeah, why? Well, and can, see, like, do they figure it out? Who fucking did this? Because I know, I know, I have my. After you watch three episodes of this four, you'll definitely have some ideas in your head as to what's going on and and what's behind it. But I still, I'm fucking clueless. Yeah, because I mean, like, percentage wise, I feel like it's very rare for people to get away with. You know, murders or robberies or, you know, there's like the Zodiac killer and certain thi- like certain people that like we're not 100 percent sure. Zodiac never figured out. I yeah. mean, we know it's Ted Cruz, but they haven't proven <laughs> yeah. it. So right. it's like in due time, maybe, <laughs> you know, you guys will figure it out. But it's, so it's like it's very rare for people to get away with what they do or it's, end up doing. You right. Know? Well, especially now with forensics. And so if I'm DNA guessing, like I have a is. feeling that they get caught, but I don't know. That's just my prediction. I, honestly, I'm okay. Curious. Without having seen the last one, I think that this might be one of the longest in history or biggest uh, unsolved things. So they might not ha- ever figure, they might not figure it out. Or maybe because it, it was in the eighties. They were like in 2007, we uh, found this old motherfucker. Right. And we, re- know, like, we rehash the case, right? It's well, amazing I will how- say this, you know, watch it for yourselves. And then you guys Message us on our social media and tell us what happened. Yeah. Because we haven't seen it yet. It is super crazy how sometimes, like... If you guys give us recommendations on our social, by the way, we will check those out. Jim, uh, I know the last one you gave me, I haven't watched it yet, but shout out to our buddy Jim. He gives me a lot of recs because he likes docs as well. And then he watches some of these that I give him recommendations on and enjoys them. Um, But yeah, so Jim, uh, know that I got yours coming, buddy. Yeah, no, and we uh, we appreciate you guys. And we're going to take a little bit of a break here at the park uh, by a lake and across from Hammered Lamb. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, out here in Orlando, Florida, it is delightful. I don't know how it is across America or the United States weather-wise. It's cold and rainy in Tennessee. We're like so the it could one, be worse. We're one of the few like blessed states that have just like this. It's so gorgeous today, right? Yeah. Um, but let's take a little bit of a break, and we'll be back with some news in the second half with Did You Hears and Bull Print Only. This is episode 178 of Funny to Informing. Stop 
what you're doing Cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to I look funny, but yo, I'm making money, see So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me Now gather round, I'm the new fool in town And my sound's laid down by the underground I drink a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf So just let me introduce myself My name is Humpty, pronounced with the Humpty Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee And all the rappers in the top ten Please allow me to bump thee I'm stepping tall, y'all And just like Humpty Dumpty You're gonna fall when the stereos pump me I like to rhyme, I like my beats funky I'm spunky, I like my oatmeal lumpy I'm sick with this Straight gangster Mac But sometimes I get ridiculous I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice Oh, yo, fat girl Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat Look at me, I'm skinny It never stopped me from getting busy I'm a freak I like the girls with the boom I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom I'm crazy Allow me to amaze thee They say I'm ugly, but it just don't faze me I'm still getting in the girls' pants And I even got my own dance I'm a Humpty nose will tickle your rear My nose is big Uh-uh, I'm not ashamed Big like a pickle I'm still getting paid I get laid by the ladies You know I'm in charge Both how I'm living And my nose is large I get stupid I shoot an arrow like Cupid I use a word that don't mean nothing Like Luke did I sang on Do What You Like And if you missed it I'm the one who said Just grab them in the biscuits Also told you that I like to bite Well yeah, I guess it's obvious I also like to write All you had to do Was give Humpty a chance And now I'm gonna do my dance Myself. Let me tell you a little bit about this dance It's real easy to do Check it out First I lift to the side like my legs was broken Shaking and twitching kinda like I was smoking Crazy whack funky People say you look like MC Hammer on crack Humpty That's alright cause my body's in motion It's supposed to look like a fit or a convulsion Anyone can play this game This is my dance y'all Humpty Hump's my name No two people will do it the same You got it down When you appear to be in pain Pumping, funkin', jumpin', gig around, shaking your rump, and when a doodle jump punk points a finger like a stunt, tell him step off, I'm doing the hump. The Humpty Dance is your chance to do the hump. Everybody, uh, I do the Humpty Hump. Come on, I do the Humpty Hump. I do the Humpty Hump. I do the Humpty Hump. 
again, the underground is in the house. I'd like to send a shout out to the whole world. Keep on doing the Humpty Dance. And to all the ladies, peace and humpiness forever. Welcome back to Funny to Inform Me, episode 178. Jinx, you owe me a bold print. That is Grease Pizza Pisenberg Coleman. You don't know. <laughs> and uh, we uh, played the Humpty. Well, that's an interesting choice. The Humpty dance is your chance to do the hump. Yeah. Uh, that's a great song, dude. It I is a great love song. That song. Like, it, it, and obviously, you guys, I'm sure, all know why, we're, why we played that song at break. Uh, rest in peace to Shock G, the leader of Digital Underground. He died this past week at 57. And, uh, but... That notwithstanding, I fucking love that song. I'm saddened that we never played it on this show before because I yeah. love Dig- Digital Underground and Shock G and that song and a bunch of their stuff. It's a super throwback, but like it's one of those like because some songs don't age well. Like you could just like listen to it, you know, when it first comes out, and then ten years down the line, you're like, yeah, this song did right. not hold nope. up. Ages like a like a champ. Yeah, dude. it really. As a matter is. of fact, they made Burger King sued him over that song because of the line. Obviously, I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. Oh and, yeah. And uh, from that point on, honestly, I don't know on the version we played on the show or not, but from that point on, at, it was uh, forever beeped out of the song. I think he had to like go back and take all recordings of that song and beep out Burger King because they won the lawsuit. Of everything that that said, it's like that's a free shout out. Yeah, it's a yeah. free shout out. Just let it happen, man. Seriously. I drink up all the Hennessy you got on your shelf. But first let me introduce myself. My oh. name is Peisenberg. <laughs> and like if you just like if give me a nickel every time you mention my name in the song, I'm right. cool. Right. Whether I'm fine good with or that. bad, it doesn't know. matter. But that's a great song and I was like, and you know, we like a chill groove for break, so I hope you guys enjoyed it and I uh, hope you didn't skip through it. And if you did, fuck you. Yeah. We still love you. Thanks right. for listening. Uh, a lot of interesting conversation in the first half. Um, and we're here at the park across from Hammered Lamb here in Orlando, Florida. Lake Ivanhoe. Yeah, Lake Ivanhoe. I was gonna say next to a lake. Because <laughs> I didn't know the name of it. Right. But that's why I I'm know. here, John. That's why <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I know. Yeah, that uh that helps me out a lot. But uh yeah, so we might as well get to some of the news. We didn't do any last week and uh No, it was off topic, so I had to go through and kill all these older stories that I have. I still had a bunch of extra ones and now I'm kinda going through them just to make sure that I have some to talk about. I don't know yeah. what we're gonna do. Well if we were to do this show like five days a week, you know, if we were able to fund it to that level, we there we wouldn't be deleting stories. But once a week, you know, we kinda have to get rid of some yeah, stuff. Yeah, the stuff's and old and I gotta I gotta get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, you have to pick and choose is what you want to uh, to get to. But all right, so let's get to it. Uh, do Digi Hears with some news. Did you hear that? Clicking on that. Yo, 
Did you hear? 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 I don't know. Ask me and I'll tell you. Yeah, I was trying to come in like as quick as you did for what's up, a, Doc. Oh, I like that. Did, did you hear? Did you hear? hear? They're just singing, you sons of bitches. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? Did you hear? At some point, it just sounds like it's a, it's its own word. Yeah. Did you hear? You take the power from the word, it's no longer even like a phrase. Yeah, it's like, it just what, sounds funny. What's a digi here? What is that? <laughs> it Digital like, underground, rest in peace. It sounds like a painful operational device. Like, I'm just going to stick this digi ear right in you, in your abdomen, and uh, we're going to be good to go. And then I'll be inserting the speculum. Yeah, don't bring that digi ear around <laughs> me, sir. <laughs> I don't want to come. It's a thing they put in your ear to measure your temperature <laughs> so that you can go into places in COVID times. Yeah, did you hear that? Did you hear? Did you hear? Digi- digi-ear thermometer? <laughs> no, you're deaf. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. That sucks. You can't even explain to him I that he's deaf. can't even hear colors. <laughs> yeah. Try to tell him that he's deaf. He won't hear it. Um, okay, so uh, are you going to start us off? Yeah, I guess I can kick this off. All right. And I will kick it off with a story that I was going to get to last week, but Zach and Leanne stepped all over our news segments. Nah. Love you guys. But uh, but this one, I, I said I got rid of a lot of the older stories. This one still rings is very, very topical, and I wanted to talk about it, as I do every time one of these stories comes across my wire. Did you hear pyramid-shaped UFOs spotted by Navy may be the best the world has ever seen, a filmmaker says. Wait. Well, well, what? So there was. So I reported on this when it happened. Some uh, some UFOs were spotted oh, by a yeah. navy a navy pilot, and he filmed them, and it's been released. And now a popular filmmaker is saying that it may be the best like video oh. of UFOs the world has ever seen in terms of credibility. Yeah, I, and uh, I like how I have to break a, a ten word. I just heading down into well, a fourteen. Well, no, because if we're talking about UFO <laughs> stuff and the Navy, why is well, the fucking movie? About why it. does the movie producer well, because, or director come into play at well, because all? Because he's so a filmmaker, like, uh, so he knows. You know what I mean? Film effects and uh, that type of stuff. So I, I half-heartedly like don't but, even fucking care about his opinion. The about most it, important part is that the Pentagon has confirmed the authenticity of the newly leaked video and images showing multiple UFO sightings by U.S. Navy personnel as the government prepares to release a highly anticipated first-of-its-kind report on UFOs this summer. So stick with us as soon as that comes out no i will be reading that and telling you guys yeah about it. even uh, photoshop experts and shit we're trying right. to like recreate the well, that was the one and that was a different one in california well, a different but one, yeah. you see what i'm saying they bring in experts they it, always it, bring in experts. It's, it's it's starting to get to a legitimate level so the video in question is an 18 second video showing what is described as three pyramid shaped ufos hovering over the warship uss russell at night in july of 2019 off the coast of san diego at one point the pyramid shaped crafts reportedly hovered 700 feet over the tail of the russell this is the first video the public has seen from the incident in which mysterious UFOs described as unmanned aerial vehicles reportedly harassed at least three U.S. warships during military exercises over multiple days. At one point, matching the speed and bearing of one destroyer for 90 minutes while performing what they call brazen maneuvers. So it was like on the same course and speed as a ship underneath it in the water. Right. And it's up in the air like fucking pretty much like showboating yeah and i guess that's like weird. A, that's weird i guess if you're like a movie director like you would be able to spot out if somebody's trying to graphically manipulate an image Absolutely. or a video well, or it, something it goes on to talk about another one uh which we the, which this one we actually did report on on the show um months earlier in 2019 an fa-18 pilot reportedly used a cell phone to snap photos of three different unidentified aircrafts off the coast of oceana Back So in March of 2019, including two UFOs dubbed the, quote, metallic blimp and the sphere. 
So anyway, um, the the let's see if it gives the name of this filmmaker. Um, let's see. He says I can confirm that the reference photos and videos were taken by Navy personnel. Oh, this is the Department of Defense spokesperson. Said so just a, cl- a you know. Affirming. Admitting, affirming that these are real videos yeah. come from from actual you know military installments, and uh, let's see, uh, filmmaker Jeremy Corbell who made the documentary Bob Lazar Area Fifty One in Flying Saucers, and another uh, and another guy George Knapp. Uh, apparently, they've independently confirmed the leaked documents are unclassified images that were part of a series of classified blah blah blah, and is ex- explosive information. Corbell says this is probably the best UFO military film footage certainly that I've ever seen, but I think also that the world has ever seen. So yeah, I, long story I, short, the truth is out there. They're looking at us right now. Yeah, John. you're getting closer to it. You know, if if anything, we call this did you else. hear? But it's really did you see the UFOs? Yeah, <laughs> <'Cause> they're <laughs> no, real, and they're out there. Yeah, and uh, this is one thing I do want to say before I get into the next story because we do say. Like, oh, I'm going to put it up on the, the group page. Yes, or, yes, yes, yes. Know, and then we'll, we don't. We'll pop. Yeah. And then we don't. And uh, we've been pretty lackluster in that area. As well, some we late. do, some we don't. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just want to say that our main focus right now is is doing a good show for you guys and, you know, giving you, you giving you like new stuff, you know, so that you're slightly updated if you don't update yourself. And then, you know, uh, stuff to take your mind off of everything else that's happening. Your boring ass job. Yeah, so it's like we try to make you aware of everything that's happening while trying to take your mind off of everything that's happening. It, it's a catch 22. It's a, you know, it's, <laughs> right? It's a I don't know if it's a win-win or a win-lose or a it might lose-lose. be a lose-lose. Yeah, it's, but we're all in on it, but I mean, yeah, so if we don't always get stuff up on the group page or stuff, like just know that that won't last. We will get back on that. But and call us out on it. Yeah, that that's too. the quickest way to make us uh, fix that behavior, yeah. right? Just call us out. Or something if we talk about it and you guys want to post it for me. That'll be awesome. Yeah, post <laughs> it in the group, and then everyone will discuss it except for me because I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, moving on to the next one I have. Uh, did you hear the next one? This is the first one I have. Um, Turkey launches an international hunt for uh, cryptocurrency boss. <laughs> so we were talking about cryptocurrency a little bit last week. I was kind of proud of myself of my Dogecoin investment. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> I know, right? You um, 500 air. I'm lucky. I'm a lucky, lucky guy. Uh, but uh, Turkey has in- issued an international arrest warrant for the founder of a cryptocurrency trading platform. The platform is called... Um, Boar's Head. It's uh, Thodex. Thodex. <laughs> yeah, Thodex. Um, Mr. Ozer. Um, I guess is names. the guy. Yeah, he, yeah, it's yeah, right. It's kind of all kind of a little weird. Police are also arrested sixty-two people in simultaneous dawn raids in eight Turkish cities over alleged connections to Mr. Ozer's company. I thought you said dong raids. They're raiding <laughs> dongs. Uh, man, <laughs> sleep with your pants on. They're saying that uh, Ozer fled to Albania with an alleged. Two billion dollars from three hundred ninety-one thousand investors. You got to watch some Albanians. I know. Wow. I know some Albanian gangsters. Well, I mean, that's where he's going to hide. I don't know if he's Albanian. But no, he's probably Turkish. Yeah, he's but tur- whatever. I, yeah, you know, he's in Albania now with two million, two million bitcoins. Yeah, or Thodex. The uh, the Turkish Justice Ministry has begun legal proceedings to seek the arrest and extradition of uh, Mr. Ozer from the Albanian capital, um, and he's saying he's there on business. Like he's actually like responding you know what i mean like he's like i'm here for I'm here a reason business, right i'm yeah. selling these thodex yeah exactly right i mean <laughs> I, w- I want my two billion to be four billion um, He's like thodex llc is a company i run it's yeah a decks of cards in which you can throw in the air it, it is kind of weird though oh, that like sorry. you just up and leave with two billion dollars like i uh, said two million i was wrong two billion two billion so three hundred ninety thousand uh, investors. I don't even. Yeah, three hundred ninety thousand people bought into Thodex, giving him two billion dollars, and then he just absconded with it. Yeah, to Albania. Yeah. 
And then, I mean, and he's saying that, like, he's there for a reason, but... Uh, yeah, I'm here on business. I have $2 billion, and I'm spending that bill- those monies. Yeah, they, That's my business. They want to extradite him back. My business is hiding from Turkish justice. <laughs> wow, and that's a lot of money. I mean, you're not talking about chum change either. Look, if, if Turkey comes and collects you, just be sure and bring back some Swiss and Yeah, Mayo. they had warrants to arrest 78 suspects in total and have detained 62 so far. Holy shit. Crazy. Look. That's I, I just it, it's another it again is it, it speaks to the crazy depth of cryptocurrency and how I don't understand it. Yeah, well, and so why are seventy they seventy two people are involved with this one cryptocurrency? To what level? Like why does it like take seventy two it, people? It's like a company. Yeah, is it's that a, what it is? Yeah, Thirdex is a company <sighs> that know. deals with it. It's a, yeah, and especially like something as unknown as cryptocurrency, but like the amount of trust and rely reliability that people want to have in it right it, it yeah it's it's a scary thing to you know to security wise to to get into and th- you know you don't know if you're going to get screwed over or not there's no telling you know it, it, it is totally up in the air with uh, stuff regarding cryptocurrency as of right now anyway maybe a few years from now it'll be a lot easier and uh, you know the the values of things will be more concrete and you know there'll be like their bitcoin machines that are popping up everywhere and stuff well it's, i actually uh, know of a place right now in college park a little like haji mart store where you can go and uh they you they have an atm and one of the you know one of the the options when you put your card in there is bitcoin yeah yeah you exactly cash out bitcoin from exactly it. I'm like how much cash is in that motherfucker you bitcoin have one bitcoin expensive. you have like twenty two thousand yeah, dollars right so now. that's what i'm saying so this shitty little atm at a shitty little haji mart in the middle of nowhere has fucking 22k in it <laughs> if i cash my bitcoin out no i don't it's know weird i don't know uh, but uh, yeah, back to you. Did you hear, or better question, have you heard, John, and I'll ask you because this is in the sports world, have you heard of Justin Lane? No. So he's apparently he's a defensive back for the Steelers. But did you hear Justin Lane, defensive back for the Steelers, arrested and then incriminates himself further on the dash cam, or on the, I guess the uh, police now have cameras in their cars, so when you're arrested in the back of their patrol cruiser, they have you on video most times. Oh, so he's driving. Or yes, he's, he was so driving. He pulled, over, pulled or whatever. over. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, so yeah, TMZ Sports has obtained police video from Justin Lane's arrest last Friday, and the Steelers defensive back can be heard in the back of the squad car saying, quote, they acting like I got some drugs. I got one blunt. And he goes on to say, so this is why, yeah. <laughs> One super fat, cigar-like, extendo blunt. But it, it apparently had a little more than that. Uh, so the 23-year-old who was a Steelers third-round pick in 2019 was oh, pulled Oh, so he's a young guy. That's yeah, why I guy. haven't heard there of him. There you go, yeah. He uh, was pulled over after cops say he was doing 89 and a 60 in his 2020 Dodge Charger. Of course, he was in a Dodge Charger. That's what all the, these young athletes like to get as soon as they get get some money. Uh, during the stop, uh, officers put him in the back of the patrol car where they searched his ride. And that's when Lane got... This is where I, what I don't get. He got on the phone with some of his friends to talk them through his situation. So is he handcuffed? Is he not? How is he on the phone? Maybe he just said, hey, Siri, call... Poopy or whatever. I don't know. How are, how are you? Why are you calling so, people? He must have never been arrested or in this situation. Maybe before. they were just detaining him at this point. This you know, must have been sitting in the back new. of the car. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, while on the line, Lane can be heard telling one friend, "I'm nervous as fuck, bro. They about to get me." Lane continued, "They might get me for the pistol, bro." He later told his friend that he had a blunt in the car, which is the line I read earlier. Cops say they eventually found weed residue, a grinder, and a loaded Glock 9mm during the search of his car and released photos of their findings. And you can kind of see some of it, and it's all in his console. I mean, the guy's smoking some weed, and he's got a gun. Um, it, it doesn't seem that His bad, biggest though. issue here, yeah, is uh, he was ultimately arrested and booked on felony charge of improper handling of a firearm in a motor vehicle. Uh, Lane mentioned twice during the stop he was an NFL player and even one point told an 
officer. He played for the Steelers. Oh, is it um, one of those like, do you know who yeah, I am? Yeah, do you know am? who I am? Yeah. Oh then, no, which don't is do why that. I asked, did, do you know who he is? Because <laughs> he's a Steeler. Damn <laughs> no, it. No, I do not. Uh, let's see. The Steelers said they were aware of the situation and were gathering more information. And it gives a little background. So I guess he's played in 26 games for Pittsburgh since his draft, and he's 25 combined tackles. He's not done a lot. No, that that's not. Well, now he's doing time. Not great numbers. And living's easy. <laughs> Yeah, but I think he's just trying to come up a little bit. He's still got a lot of a, a career left. If yeah, luckily if he didn't he can do recover. Stupid with that gun or anything. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have been carrying it. But whatever. And I feel like situations like that, like I know, I remember it happened to Ricky Williams a little while ago, and it was I, Ricky I think Williams' situation was dumb. It was like yeah, it's and like, nowadays it's so it's like if you could, it wouldn't even be a situation. If you can perform well while smoking. That's what I'm saying. Like gee, more, more power to you. You're not you're not getting an advantage. And I hate how the NFL has come out and said that even in states where it's medicinally accepted, you can't fail a drug test for the NFL. Yeah, that's uh, that is it is so stupid. dumb to me because you just smoke all the pot you want. Are you, are you you know, if you're not doing your job, you're going to get cut from the team. Yeah, you have no advantage right. by doing that. It's so, like pot with anything, John. You're hurting if, yourself. Smoke all the pot you want. If you're not doing your job in the kitchen, you're going to get fired. If you're not doing a job at the office, you're going to get fired. You know what I mean? Like smoke all the pot you want, but fucking do your job. Yeah, the the that's day, true. That's what it comes down to. 25 tackles over the course of 26 Maybe games. he's not doing his job. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking at this point. Plus, we haven't heard of him, so yeah. there's that. Back uh, to you, John Hannon. Did you hear um, Caitlyn Jenner is um, running for um, California governor? I did. Let's hope so, this uh, this governorship run goes better than that Masked Singer run. Good. Seriously. Down in flames. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner on the Masked Singer was one, super obvious, and two, really short. Uh, uh, I think she was terrible, only in one episode. Terrible singing. Awful. Just I don't awful. care what sex you are. You can't sing for shit. Sounded like you were. You just, are bad. She was just talking. You, you, you get no Olympic medals in singing. I'm gonna tell you that right party now. Party don't stop till I walk in. <laughs> don't stop. Make it drop. Shower, You do a good, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> it's just a little bit of like a Sean Connery, <laughs> but so higher weird. pitched. Oh god, and not as committed to the. And it the should sh- be I, I, Bruce Jenner was a decathlete. It should be the party don't stop till I high jump in. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Yeah, and uh, maybe long jump. Yeah, and, uh, and another like um, offshoot of this story is that I guess Bill Maher was making fun of the uh, the. I did see this headline. I was going to pull bid. it for for BPOs, but if you got it, yeah, I don't know exactly what he said. Uh, well, because okay, honestly, so- knowing Bill Maher, he does he gives a fuck that Caitlyn Jenner. This is my guess at it. Before you read it, he gives a fuck about her sex or her, you know her trans rights or you know any of that. He gives a fuck that she's probably a terrible candidate politically. Well, that's that's probably part of it too, and I think that just kind of the way Bill Maher gets his points across can be a little, <laughs> it's a little crash. brash. Yeah, so crash, like, cra- crash, crash, and, and brash, <laughs> crash and brash. That's our new. If we were cops, John, that's we. If we were private investigators, we'd be crash and brash. <laughs> Give us an. I'm crash show. and I'm brash. Yeah, um, but it's uh, yeah, it's uh, he says Mark quipped, she is trans, rested and ready. She's got a great slogan. Take the sack out of Sacramento. Is that really her? That's not really her thing, though. No, that, that, no, that's what. Okay, Bill that Moore was his said. bad joke. Yeah, it's kind of like. Oh, when- okay, then I. So he, I was completely wrong, and he went straight for her trans issues and did not address it politically at all. Uh, diving well, fuck head you. first. Thank you for making a liar out of me, Bill Maher. Yeah. Bill Maher, as I've called you on my show before. I know you. I know that you think of her as a reality show star, but come on, people, change. And then that's what I, what I just said. She is trans, rested, and ready. She's got a great slogan: "Take the sack out of Sacramento." That's like I Michael. Mean, that's like Michael joke. Chase. You're right. It's a joke. Uh, Michael Che did the same thing not that long ago. 
Um, I forget what the joke was exactly. I think we talked about it on the we show for did. a second. It, had, it was completely different. Because he, he had gotten He such... made a joke about a dog. This is a joke about Caitlyn No, Jenner's... no, no. It was like, don't ask, don't tuck. Or something oh. about military people and trans. You're right. That... You're right? right. Okay. See? So you're right. All right. All right. And I gave Michael Che a pass. I can't really shit on Bill Maher then if it's in the same vein. But it's like, like I said, it's a joke. It's just not a good joke. Yeah, well, and also he, like, puts his own opinions out there. I don't think Michael Che was doing anything opinionated. No, it was yeah, literally just a joke. They are slightly Bill, Bill opinionated, Maher tries but Bill to, Maher is, he thrives on opinion. Yeah, yeah, right. like, he, he needs to get he his narrative anti-Sean out. He's anti-Sean Hannity. He's right. anti-Hannity. So that's where Michael Che and Bill Maher are a little different. Anti. Michael Che's objective and really seems like yeah, he... Uh, let's slightly. not go too far and say he's objective, because that show is... Look, I'm a left-leaning guy, so I appreciate it, but they lean hard as fuck. I, I, well, they, they do. They're very... And they it's do. fine, but, it, but I'm not going to say that is objective. I think he gives a lot Slightly less of a shit. He gives more objective. In the political realm, he gives a lot less of a shit than Bill Maher does. You're right, so you're I right, know Michael right, Che's right. making a joke. Bill Maher's probably actually making a point. You're, you're which right. is like, ooh. You're right. Che buddy. goes for the joke and and Maher would more go for the statement. It, yeah, you're right. It's like the honesty in the joke. You know, Absolutely. sometimes there's like truth in the jokes and right. it's like, well, and Che's little... just looking for a goofy laugh. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Agreed. I don't think that like he feels against it or for uh, you know one way or the other or that that committed of an opinion. So, but what is I wonder but, what Caitlyn Jenner is running on? What do you mean running on? Like her platform? You know what's her deal? What is she? Is she Republican? Is oh, she Democrat? I don't know. Is she going to save money? Is she going to spend money? Is she going to do this for trans rights? What you know? I'm just curious what what her what her deal is. Uh, the. Yeah, uh, oh, says Jenner. here she's running on a track. <laughs> the as was the '70s Olympics. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner, who announced earlier in the day that she is running for governor in California amid the recall effort aimed at Democrat Gavin Newsom. Gavin, well, Gavin Newsom was Democrat. He's leaving. That doesn't necessarily say that she'll be a Democrat. Damn it! Yeah, so I don't know if that's um, going against. That's a crazy it or story too. So Gavin Newsom is very hated in California. Um, and so did you hear about this recall thing? California, California, Cali- California. Um, no. so Gavin Newsom is hated in California widely from what I can hear, from what I could tell from people that live out there and things I hear about it. And, uh, so apparently they're calling for a recall. So he's in the middle of a term, like it's not even voting time. And they're like, we hate you so much. We want you gone. We want to do a petition to get signatures to take it before. And apparently if you have a hundred thousand signatures or 50,000, I forget what the number is. It's like a hundred, let's call it a hundred thousand signatures. And you take that to the, to the, to the government. They can, they can then call a recall because a hundred thousand people have signed a petition saying they are standing behind it. They have like two million signatures. I was going to say, well, is they have any, so many signatures. Does it matter the area you're from voting on it? Cause like, could you be in well, Nebraska? Calif- no, doing California. The- no, no, it's so- California. California okay, so, only because it's California's governor. So the petition is local. Yes, it's, it's California thing. state. It's not, not change dot org. No, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's not nationwide. It only pertains to California gotcha, state gotcha. citizens. That so makes sense. yes, voters in California they have like two million plus signatures to get rid of this fucking guy. Yeah. So wow. Long story short, whether or not Caitlyn Jenner becomes the governor, somebody else probably. She is wants soon. to jump on that train. So uh, back well, to you. Well, she can high jump <laughs> right on that train. Did you hear? Normally, I don't bring this. I told you guys I don't like to bring this guy up a lot, but this was a really funny story. And maybe it could have been a bold print, but I really wanted to talk about it a bit. So Donald Trump campaign accused of deadbeatism. Bill collector on the case. Donald Trump's campaign has been turned over to a bill collection agency for unpaid food funds. Oh, sounds about right. So, and of course, TMZ writes it all funny, funny. So it starts with Donald Trump should have called 1-800-NO-BILLS. Is that a number? No. They're, is they're, that even a thing? Like, I don't Where is that so. a thing at, right? It's not in Florida. But uh, because his now defunct campaign is being dunned by a bill collector after its client got royally stiffed. So it's uh, specifically the city of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, they shelled out more than $200,000 for security-related costs associated with a 2019 campaign rally. 
Uh, the city had blocked off City Hall, among other areas of town, and it required massive police presence, which forced the city to pay cops a bundle of overtime. There were many other expenses as well. The rally was held, held by blah, 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 spokesperson said. Uh, campaign honchos told them from the jump they would cover the expenses, but now the matter has been referred to a debt collection agency. Huh. So that's funny. So I just think it's funny that me and former President Donald Trump have people calling them to collect debt. Yeah, de- <laughs> deadbeatism is a new one for me. Yeah, that's, a, that's a word of the year I, right there. So, uh, so, uh, and see, if it's happened that one time, you know, like at, right. that, at that rally or where, right. yeah, it, it makes me think, how many times has that actually happened without well, it getting addressed? It's a lot of money. It says you know? here, so apparently Albuquerque is on, uh, the neighboring city Rio Rancho is on for the tune of $239,475, and Berna... Bernalillo, Bernalillo County also sent the campaign an invoice for nearly $140,000, which has now been written off as bad debt. <laughs> Apparently, so did some of the notices of delin- delinquent payment were sent to Trump's doorstep at Mar-a-Lago. Oh, so wow. they're knocking, they're literally like knocking on Mar-a-Lago right now. <laughs> I mean, that's a, with bills. Yeah, we'll see. I just thought that was funny and I couldn't pass that story up. We'll have to see what comes out of that. Back yeah. to you, Hannon of Johns. Um, I got one more. No, you um, did you hear? An Indonesian submarine um, that was said to have 53 sailors on board um, are all presumed dead because, what? yeah, um, the, they, they're saying that the vessel sunk. And this is. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. The submarine did what it's supposed to do? Sunk. And they all died? That's where I need some explanation. And I, I mean, because I don't understand how they said we have now moved from the sub miss. And so I guess sub miss is like that it's just missing uh, oh, phase weird? to sub sunk. Ooh. So that that's what the Indonesian Navy chief said. Um, that they uh, we are still carrying out the search. The depth of the sea we have detected is at 850 meters, like o- over shit. over 2,700 feet, which is very tricky and pre- uh, presents many difficulties. Yeah, because of the pressures and shit. They're yeah, probably the sunk the sunk the sub is probably all crushed like a tin can down there, bro. That's what they're th- they said. Uh, the this week the Navy said that it thought the vessel had sunk to a depth of six hundred or seven hundred meters, but it's which isn't too bad. Too bad. Its collapse depth is two hundred meters. Get the fuck out of here. Which is oh yeah. at two hundred two hundred meters. Oh shit. Yeah, they they did. So I don't. I mean, so here's my thought: if a submarine sinks, it had a leak. Right? That's the only way you can for, sink for it, a sub. For it to drop below what it wants to be at, you know, or like it whatever to, level or has, depth. Yes, it has to have a leak in it, and then everybody's presumably probably drowned on board, right? I mean, oh, because yeah. the water yeah, then yeah. fills the cabin, and you're all dead. And uh, oh, As, Aside from being crushed by the walls of the sub. So the, 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 the assumption that they're dead is like not that they found them or anything yet, but um, the oxygen <laughs> supply for the 53, yeah. uh, 53 crew members um, was it's a German built. I don't know why that even matters, but they said it. That, that, that mo- has a conspiracy. At this point. Fucking Nazis set the, us up. At this point, that uh, oxygen supply would have ran out. So oh, I'm regardless. sure. There's no oxygen. They're 850 meters. You said they crumple at 200. They're fucking gone, bro. Yeah, they're. That's and a terrible, just, uh, terrible death. Yeah, and I mean to just holy shit. I just when I saw like submarine sunk. Yeah, that's like, a that's, weird heading, right? That is, yeah. Because you're like, oh, you mean it did what it's supposed to do? To wrap your head around that? Yeah, yeah it's kind of a little crazy. It's like but. a ship set sail. Good <laughs> for them, and everyone died. Yeah, uh, that was my last one. I got one more, um, and I kind of covered it on our break song. We're going to cover it on our end song as well. Told you a little bit about Shock G, but uh, did you hear hip-hop producer and star Shock G, famous for the song The Humpty Dance, which you heard on our break, has died at 57 of unknown causes. Apparently, the family's, uh, they're still waiting on autopsy results, oh, okay. as of last I read. But uh, the sad turn, uh, the funeral arrangements are causing a rift within the family. Turns out they are split regarding whether or not his pallbearers will be carrying him into the analog or digital underground. 
Oh, very well done. Okay. Rest in uh, peace, Shock G. And uh, so we got some headlines that you want to get to before we uh, we wrap up the show. I have a few. You have a few, right? I got handfuls, buddy. All right. So let's do the uh, the bold print onlys and get to some of these headlines. The one I have here is a UPS driver saves a four-year-old boy after he became trapped under a 97-pound package. So I guess uh, this four-year-old, I, I was watching the video a little bit, too. What a weakling. It, 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 <laughs> <laughs> lift up that box, pussy. <laughs> it was captured on uh, the doorbell. Oh, the ring cam? The ring cam. You, that's when you should share to the group. Yeah, yeah. Save so that, bud. I'm going to definitely get that video up. Um, and if we don't, call us out on it, guys. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the the UPS driver had just dropped off this like big, heavy hammock. And I guess the 97-pound hammock? Yeah. And it's a four-year-old boy. And I guess he's like known for bringing in the packages, you know, <laughs> and they're usually smaller. <laughs> so <he> just... <laughs> <laughs> throws this giant box on this baby? He tried. Get it, the fuck out of here. It, it, like, it came on top of him, and then the UPS driver, he had just dropped it off. So he's like still in the street. And then he comes running oh, okay. over. I was picturing it like the four-year-old boy walks up to the door, and the UPS guy like dumps the package on him. No, no, no. He no. set it down and walked away. Yeah, Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> Imagine okay. he just sticks his back out like piggyback. <laughs> Put it on <laughs> there, like, bud. Oh, you got it, bud, and he just drops it on this little kid? <laughs> Wham, no, no. smash the shit out of him? Yeah, but um, and then you can hear the kid in the video. like He, he knows right away. That it's falling on him. He's like, "Help, help!" <laughs> and the and then the driver, the UPS guy, comes back yeah, and saves him like an angel. Uh, yeah, he's he, like, he saves the day. Stupid fucking kid. <laughs> Another headline I have: uh, uh, Gile Maxwell or Gislaine, Gislaine, as we like to call Gislaine. Uh, she pleads not guilty to sef- sex trafficking charges, uh, making her first a court appearance since her arrest. Wow. Um, so now that that's gonna that so trial's she's going not under. guilty. Yeah. Mm, good luck there. She's adamant on uh Yeah, right. That okay. might that, that's probably going to extend her sentence a little bit, I'd imagine. But yeah, all that's getting underway now. Uh I feel like that took a long time to to start getting going, but whatever. Uh another one I have this is my last headline. Ryan Giggs is charged with assaulting two women. Ryan Giggs is uh he's the manager now of Wales soccer club he used to be manchester united or manchester oh, city okay. i forget one of the two right. yeah one of the two but he's manager of wales <laughs> all the orcas <laughs> the whales are the ones down there talking to that sunk submarine yeah <laughs> gotcha damn um yeah but he uh, two women have come forward saying that he the that he sexually assaulted them Ooh. and so and, and anytime that so happens kind of an, we already a, know an anti-ted lasso then yeah. Because Ted yeah. Lasso's a very happy, man. very, very jovial Ted Lasso man. He would is, never rape anyone. It's a good-ass show. It's a good it's, man. Uh, I can't wait for another season to come out already. You watch it all? The Not the... The first season? You yeah, watched yeah, it? the okay, first cool. season. Okay, cool. It's yeah. a good show, right? Not anyway. the, there's a new one coming out soon, though. Is it, I think. Is it really? Right? Yeah. I know there's a season, but I don't think it's soon. Yeah. No, I think it is. Well, you talked about uh, Lane, uh pleading not guilty. Uh, maybe when, uh, when she is convicted... And we'll get extra time because she's completely not guilty and going to get extra fucked. Maybe she'll run into her old buddy Harvey Weinstein, who's been indicted this week on sex assault charges in L.A. And uh, apparently they've delayed his extradition to New York. So apparently he's sitting in L.A. waiting to go to New York to face more charges of like jerking off on ferns and shit. And uh, and they've delayed that. And he's made being made to face his shit in L.A. first. So he's got things stacking up against them. And. He, I saw pictures of him. He does not look good. You know, I mean, I, he looks I'm like glad a fern he does it. Come on, it. I'm so glad he does it. I hate the like. It, it's like kind of satisfying to see like skeevy motherfuckers like him. You know, like and especially when they're rich. And now you're an animal in a cage, probably for the rest of your life. Absolutely, fucking eat it, dude. Just put him with Chauvin and Jeslane and let him go at it. Yeah. Um, but uh, on the subject, quickly, because uh, we're you know you we're talking about Jeslane and we're talking about Weinstein. Um, did you hear about this thing? And I know we got through with Digi Hears, but this brought it to the top of my mind. There, today, as we sit and record, there's this uh, weird campaign thing that's been going around social media lately called National Rape Day. 
Well, what does that mean? Well, exactly. What does that signify? It sounds like national like rape awareness, right? As I hear that, I think, oh, it's National Rape Day. Like, be aware of rape, and you know, and then downplay rape. No, it started by some fucking like troll on probably like a like a QAnon or a fucking redditor or some shit. And it's National Rape Day where he's encouraging people to go out and rape women, trying to get like the Roman Polanskis to come out of the woodwork. And- yeah, yeah. That's, and but that's again, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard a, I heard a little bit of talk about it on the radio this week, and then I saw some things online as well. And then um, I had a you know a friend message me, a female that was like, "Hey, it's National Rape Day. Like, maybe tell the women." Like, she was like, "It was kind of a chain message." She was like, "I got this message from a friend, and I'm passing it on to you. Tell the women." And so it's like women are actually pretty up and like. The ones that are aware of this are probably pretty fucking sketchy walking around. Well, it, yeah, and I know it's a big thing, like, like at nighttime on the highway, like um, nighttime, uh, any, anytime. like like uh, females like coming home from work or whatever, whatever they're doing, they'll like have like truckers up they on their ass. They don't work, housewives. <laughs> no, they, they'll, they'll like they'll have like truckers come up on their ass, or maybe even sometimes two trucks, you know, kind of boxing them in and trying to like work them off the oh, road. Get the old and DT, it, and it becomes uncomfortable. Double truck occasion. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, DP, DT. <laughs> It, it's uh, any I make all jokes, of it. but I make jokes, but it's a terrible fucking thing. That's horrible. And what kind of a horrible human being, you know, fucking promotes, creates, and promotes this fucking national rape day? How about you just go to the gym a little bit, or focus on looking good, and take care of your body, and just, then maybe somebody will want you, or don't care, or people don't want you. It doesn't matter. But I don't, don't promote rape, you fucking idiot. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I had that story. Um, you want to play the uh, you play our little death sounder, John? I got a list. Oh, okay. Let's that, deliver it. That sounder. Rest in. All right, starting off here, obviously I talked about it several times now. We played a song at break. We're ending on a song by him, Shock G. Uh, Rest in peace, Shock G. Also in the hip-hop world, uh, we lost Black Rob. Oh, you 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 familiar with Black we? Rob? Yeah, he's only fifty one. He but, died. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I feel like I'm living under a rock right now. Yep, ex bad boy rapper Black Rob dead. Uh, P Diddy is quoted as uh, saying, "Whoa." Um, also, <laughs> uh, let's see, Sopranos actor Joseph Saravo. At 66 from cancer, you'll know him as Polly Walnuts. Okay. As I showed oh, you his yeah. picture, you were like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, Rocky. Rocky's feeling that one. Polly. Polly Walnuts, dead at 66 of cancer. Um, also, on, uh, I talked about Weinstein. This guy's kind of in the same camp. He's not a rapist, but he'll rape your wallet. Bernie Madoff, dead at 82. Oh, yeah. yeah that a dude. Of, a lot of deaths. Uh, yeah, John was like, who is that? And I had to fill him in. He goes, no, oh, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, once I reminded you. I was telling you, you about the issues he was having with yeah, the Yeah, I didn't Mets. know about the Mets part. Yeah. yeah I did all like, this investment didn't. banking shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pyramid Skeevy. scandals. Um, you want to talk about skeevy-ass people? And let me see. I think. I have one death because it was like a week and a half ago now. So, cause That's this fine. Was, we missed it last this week. This was a story. Get it in there. Yeah, uh, Felix Sila. Uh, I might be saying his name wrong, but he was the actor who was um, Cousin It in the Adams uh, Family. Yes, that, that's why I don't know his That name. little hairy man. Yeah, that could have been anybody. <laughs> I was like, well, that was a person? It was just literally a, a vehicle for a wig. Right? You could have put a Roomba on the <laughs> right, like a with stick. a stick. You could put a fucking long-haired mop on a Roomba. No, I don't want to take away his skills and what he <laughs> right? was doing. Great job, sir. You did fucking great Roomba with a mop. He's a Rest legend. Rest in peace. <laughs> He's a legend. Uh, but he, he died at 84 Roomba years old. Roomba with an overturned mop. Uh, yeah, so, yeah I mean, a lot of deaths this week. Well, the last couple weeks really but i don't know yeah it's sad man rest in peace yeah really some good ones black rob i really like i like that like whoa by black rob he had that one album he put out under bad boy is a good album mm-hmm. um but uh 
So I, this story's been kind of uh, swirling around the last week. Peloton treadmill deemed dangerous to kids and pets by a U- U.S. regulator. So that was a week. That was almost a week ago, and then so followed up a couple days later. Another headline that read: Peloton sued over tread plus treadmill. Customer calls it quote super unsafe. Can't you hear like some Peloton? Hipster girl, like quoting a, like this a article. Karen, yeah. It's super unsafe. My kid almost died. I mean, if you don't know how to use it, yeah, exactly. If I you're mean, un, you know unawares or whatever, absolutely. It's but, like you buy a skateboard and then try to return it and say, "Oh no, the uh, the 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 skateboard was I, I got hurt on it, so right. the skateboard fucked up, not me." <laughs> is, is, was that whose it's fault? Is that error? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But apparently, they're calling him unsafe, and uh, and now I guess they're catching lawsuits. So I don't expect to see much more of the. Uh, the, what are they calling it? The Tread Plus treadmill? I don't expect a lot the more. The Peloton there. push. <laughs> um, you mentioned uh, the Jenners earlier. A we'll follow up here. Uh, we've talked about the Jenners and this issue uh, before, but Kendall Jenner and her, she had a uh, naked guy break into her property and go swing in her pool. We talked about that. That's been happening to a few celebrities. Yeah, it's been going but on yeah, a lot. To her but too. Yeah, so she's been issued a five year restraining order against this guy. Wow. Um, yeah, because I know Taylor Swift's been dealing with that bullshit too. And just like people coming it's into a lot like their of ce- house. I have a lot of celebrities. Pete Davidson news this had week. that happen to him a little yes, while ago. Absolutely. It's weird. His wife. Yeah. So uh, weird. Uh, let's see. And Kanye in the Kardashian family uh, with that divorce, Kanye and Kim. I guess Kim had asked for joint custody, and now Kanye's asking for the same. So I guess they're going to fight over joint custody. I, maybe they won't fight over it, and they'll just get the kids. Maybe right the out. next time Jake know. Paul headlines a boxing. Ooh, match, I had that. I had that. What'd you think of that, John? What'd you think of that? Uh, I think it was. Uh, Since we didn't get to see it, we were at the bar that night, but we didn't get to watch ben it. Ben Askren wanted his money. Yeah, is that what it was? He, right? he just money. showed up for two mil or whatever with his dad bod and I got mean, fucking rocked. Even he, at, but okay, here's somebody fight, brought this up. A, they were he, like, "Dude, I've seen Askren take fucking twenty times a pounding more than that and laugh in its face." Oh yeah, how did this yeah, one yeah. shot get him? But I guess one shot could take anybody anytime. You hit him right, right? I mean, you when, hit him right when you're almost forty, yeah, and you're not you're not caring about, about staying in shape oh, wait, that I much. Am 40 yeah, and I'm out of shape. He's, Shit. So you're saying I shouldn't fight Jake Paul? I don't, I don't think he had any intention to win that, or he didn't care. Yeah, he did not care. And then at the end of it, you know, he's doing interviews with a big smile on his face. I'm going to take my money, go home to my kids, and go to the gym on Monday and teach and train. You I'm know, go, and I'm teach. going to go to my wife, climb on top of my wife with a cruise line. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I'm Brock Lesnar style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about that on the last right. show. I'm, I'm going to keep. Yeah, he's just going to go back to coaching. You well, know, and do do what he does. In another in another headline, I wanted to share. This one is video related. I want to. I'm going to send this to you, John, so you can put this on there. Um, but uh, a Florida man attacks a black mom at a Ferris wheel and gets his ass beat by onlookers. So there's uh, like, um, uh, let's see. Gotta the love South, when society steps up. South Florida flea market. A man who operates a Ferris wheel at South Florida flea market was beaten up by a group of people who witnessed him physically attack a black mother and one of her children. So she's getting off of the Ferris wheel and she's got her like little baby. And like and she's holding its hand, but she's really holding like her, his, whatever. I think it's a her holding her by the arm, and she's like trying to drag her uh, the other way because the kid's trying to go the other way. And I guess she has some verbal altercation with this guy who operates the ride, and he's holding like the the Ferris wheel cart, you know, that you get out. He's holding it while she while they step out, and they step out, and she says something to him, and he says something back, and then so it's literally like two words exchanged, a sentence here, a sentence there, and then he just shoves the shit out of her to the point that she falls backwards and falls over, and her kid falls, and I swear to God, no sooner than her body hit the fucking ground did about 20 fucking people rush up and just start... Mailing. Well, because at that point, it doesn't even matter what was said. You right. don't do that. 
No, I, it's yeah. a mother and her kid, right? Like, come the fuck on, dude, right? So, well, yeah. if she didn't put your hands on you, you're right. not, you shouldn't and he be just touching pushed anybody. Yeah, he just pushed the shit out of her, and she fell, and her kid fell, and then literally, it was the fastest swarm of people I've seen in quite a long time, dude. Huh. But it was, again, the guy got what he deserved, and it was an interesting video, so I figured I would uh, that would be one I would share in Bold Prints this week, a so social, we could put it on social. social satisfying moment? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Good, you totally understand good. it the whole way through. Uh, let's see. I thought this one interesting. I, I don't really care, but the headline grabbed my attention. And tell me what you get out of this. Kobe Bryant's run with Nike is over. I don't know. Kobe Bryant's run with Nike should have been over for a year now, right? It's Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot of his runs with companies his is runs, probably period. done. His helicopter rides, all of it, are done. Yeah, but apparently nah. they've still been making his shoes, I guess, even through his death. Well, now they're not going to anymore. But that headline was like, what, what do you mean his run with Nike? Maybe I wouldn't think that they would still be making his shoes, but I guess they continue making shoes after somebody dies. It could be I to guess. preserve the legacy. I mean, you know, like limited editions now at this point. Like there's only so many made of them, and they're trying to stop the production of it so that they're actually worth something. Right. Right. Maybe. Well, I have no idea. So the Derek Chauvin headline that's everywhere, obviously the Derek Chauvin trial. That guy's been found guilty on three counts. Good. Go, the guy should ride under the jail. We're not going to talk a lot about that, but I thought it was funny that, well, one of the headlines was funny out of that this week. One of the bigger ones I, I, that, I, that I read was uh, how the, the jury and the judge feel like if not for the videos that were admitted into the trial, that probably wouldn't have been a guilty verdict. They really think that the videos and the testimony by the teenage girl who stood by and watched and took the actual video that we that the whole world saw, if not for that, they said probably would not be a guilty verdict. No, that would be the difference maker, yeah. But one because... of the funnier photos I saw was Chauvin on after he was uh, found guilty, walking out, being walked out of the courtroom in handcuffs. Uh, he's got some writing all over his hands. It turns out it's his lawyer's name and phone number. <laughs> He doesn't even so then know when he what's gets into jail, on. he can be yeah, his lawyer wrote his number on his hand real quick so he can call him. Wow. Uh, yeah, more police brutality shit. A cop, uh, Michigan pot, cop, punches a black man in the face repeatedly during arrest. That was a video that went wild everywhere this week. Uh, Ronnie from Jersey Shore. Speaking oh, of yeah. beating people in yeah. the face, he's been arrested for domestic violence in Los Angeles. He seems like a hothead. Uh, Tiger Woods is a follow-up. We talked about this guy a lot through his journey, but apparently there's photos, and there's a photo of him with his dog up on crutches, smiling huge. So uh. he's attempting to be mobile again. And uh, let's see. Oh, and this is an important one that I thought was it, it could stand a lot more talking than we're going to give it here. And maybe it's something to talk about for the future. But with all this police brutality and the Derek Chauvin and all this stuff, uh, apparently... Um, Let's see. Headline says, police brutality. Cops stop fellow officer from punching handcuffed woman. Punching cop placed on paid leave. Oh, good. That's a lot of peas. Well, no, but at least other officers are watching are out for in. how they treat Well, the so I think public. based off of that video, they're now bringing up legislation to try to... Uh, so there's another story that says, police brutality, numerous departments have duty for cops to intervene when fellow officers use excessive force. And they're using this video that I just referenced in this story oh that's so good they're they're using that as an example when you see your fellow cop killing a man fucking step in and stop him it's like killing anyone else you know what i mean you should intervene so yeah i found i thought that was a super interesting headline i'm going to read deeper on that story and i'm sure that's probably something we'll be hearing about in national news going forward yeah well cool let's um let's get on out of here wrap this um, shit up yeah we're here at the park across from hammer lamb in orlando uh lake ivanhoe yeah, Lake Ivanhoe. <laughs> We're going to call it Hammered Lamb Park. It's actually, I swear, that's the only name that I for sure know around here, so I'm, I'm just going with that every single time. But uh, yeah, this has been episode 178 of Funny to Informing, and we hope that you guys enjoy listening as much as we enjoy chatting and shooting the shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. I'm John. That's Chris Beats of Heisenberg, Coleman and Coleman. Tip your porky pickers. And all around the world. 
for the party to get naughty, get my rocks on, eat popcorn, watch you move your body to the pop song that I'm singing, ding-a-ringing, funky beats ringing, everybody swinging in the place as I kick the J's, easy watch style, R&B, mixing it with the hip-hop, swing beat, champagne in my hand, it won't be long till I'm gone. It's just the same old song It's just the freestyle Meanwhile we keep the beat kicking Sweat dripping Girlies in the limo eating chicken Oops, don't get the grease on your pantyhose I love you, Robo, move over I gotta blow my nose Sneezing, but still I'm pleasing All of Slimmies Pull out my Jimmy Time to get busy with a Jenny If it's good and plenty, don't you know? There I go, there I go, there I go But I don't go nowhere without my gym hat What I'm rapping is if she's clapping Then I'm strapping cause I'm smarter than that And then, girlie, maybe we can get along Cutie after cutie It's just the same old song it's the same old song, y'all. Same song. Uh, it's just the same old song. The freaky dicky, the squeaky wicky up and down Well as a matter of fact I'll be right back I gotta take a leaky So I'm draining entertainers But I got fame and the bases I touch Too much for me to try to be naming Hey yo, he saw me on cable and grin I busted in and I was going to win Like Clark Gable back in Oakland It's the same old song for Sporty Shorty Same freckles and hat drinking the same Ford Hypothetical, political, lyrical, miracle whip Just like butter, my rhymes are legit Cause I'm a Humpty, not Humpty Dumpty But Humpty Hump Here a hump, there a hump, everywhere I'm Humpty Hump Shut up and just listen, not dissing, don't get me wrong but to me it's just the same old song So just watch, cause my name is Shock I like to rock and you can't stop this Tupac, go ahead and rock this Now I clown around when I hang around with the underground Girls used to frown, say I'm down when I come around Gas me and when they pass me they used to diss me Harass me, but now they ask me if they can kiss me Get some fame, people change, wanna live their life high Same song, can't go wrong if I play the nice guy Claiming fame must have changed now that we became strong I remain still the same, cause it's the same song It's the same song Song. Oh, no, no, no.